Good evening and welcome to our first episode of Tiki Hut Central, the podcast. I'm your host, Ken Rose, and my wife, Lisa, is right next to me to update us on all the information that we're handing out today. All right, and my mom has texted in that she can see us both live. All well, right. at the start of each show, obviously, Tiki Hut Central, the podcast, is about uh, local business, local music, and, of course, brew. So tonight, we're going to start off with a delicious uh, brew from a local brewery here at Sun Creek. Lisa's going to tell us about this beer. I'm going to bust one open real quick for you. Thank you, Ken. It's called the Champion's Lager. Um, it's kind of a light beer because I'm not a real big beer drinker. Um, but from what I was told, it's kind of similar to Bud Light. So let's let's give it a whirl. <laughs> Cannot break a nail. Cheers. Cheers. Give us a second and we'll do a sip. That's okay. good. All right. So maybe a few gulps. What do you think about that, Lisa? I like it. Refreshing. Ice cold. It's very good. I can handle that. Right. Well, we thought for our first show tonight, um, since we don't have any guests yet, we thought it'd be best just to uh, have an interview of us. So my colleague here, Lisa, who is a local realtor here in town and is currently in the process of starting up a local bookkeeping company, Lisa's going to conduct the interviews tonight, and I'm going to let her start off with uh, some questions, and hopefully I'll answer those, and hopefully you folks out there will get some good business tips and things to think about going forward in your week. All righty. So, Ken, uh, why create a podcast? Well, in creating a podcast, I was looking for something new, a new way to market my business, a new way to reach out to people uh, instead of the old uh, calling somebody on a phone, maybe sending somebody an email or even dropping by with COVID today. So I thought, let's create something that's fun, energetic. We can have local business people come in and talk about their stories as well. Awesome. Uh, where did the idea come from? You know, a, a few years back, Lisa, I was sitting, sitting around the Tiki Bar, at the Tiki Hut, of course, <laughs> and I was trying to find a way to reach out to um, business people or even people that want to get started in business. Um, it seems that people usually don't know where to start or even how to start. So I had an idea and never brought it to fruition. And I said, you know what? Maybe if we do a live video broadcast, we can give people the tools that they need to be successful in business moving forward. So what would you like to achieve through podcasting? Well, obviously, the, the, the thing I want to achieve through podcasting is building my brand. Um, many of you may know that I'm the owner of Minuteman Press here in Claremont. Uh, been, been in the printing business here for 15 years, and we specialize in working with a, a variety of startup companies. So I felt, let's use the website. Let's use the podcast, maybe generate some more printing business, but also generate some new business for those of you watching the show. Great idea. If anybody is interested in uh, being on our show, just send us a message. Um, we'll gladly get you the information that you need to uh, be on this journey with us. Um, would you like to go into detail about Shirt Chat? Sure. Uh, before we get started today, um, obviously, uh, Sun Creek... Uh, Supplied us with some delicious ice cold beer. Uh, and you can tell by our shirts here, we're already in the branding mode. Tiki Hut Central shirts. These are custom embroidered shirts. We got them right here in town from Jen and Annie over at Welcome Back Shirt Shack. Uh, sent them the artwork on Wednesday. 
they had these shirts completed by Monday. So really a quick turn. Uh, they do great work, super friendly people. And part of what Lisa and I usually do is we always like to shop local, uh, support local business, because we feel that if we're supporting local businesses, all those businesses will, businesses will support us as well. You like your shirt, Lisa? I love it. Nice, great. nice hot nice pink. Cool. Looks great. It's comfortable. Excellent. Well, um, and if, if anybody has any um, any questions uh, as far as like uh, sun, about Sun Creek or Shirt Shack, we're going to post uh, a link in the comment section after the show. So uh, feel free to check them out. Well, I'm going to turn the uh, interview table over to Lisa. She's got a bunch of questions to ask me. I do. To, oh, you do, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Do I have some questions for you? This is a family show, so we're going to keep it family-like. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to let Lisa ask away, and hopefully it'll give you a little bit more insight into what my background is and uh, where we're going from here. All right. How did you get started in the printing business? Well, I got started in the printing business, believe it or not. It was 1979. Um, kind of a weird roundabout way. Um, I cut out of school with some friends, picked up some beer, and uh, pulled back into the school parking lot and got suspended from school in ninth grade. <laughs> and my dad called the school and said, find this kid a class instead of him wasting his time. And sure enough, uh, my school had a local newspaper and I started uh, in a printing business right then and there. Awesome. What compelled you to become an entrepreneur? Well, um, working for people is always great. Um, you have that steady income. You have that camaraderie. But when you start your own company, you kind of fly by the seat of your pants. And I found that uh, it was very thrilling to take something from zero and, and build it up over the years. Uh, so that's kind of where I decided to uh, go on into the printing business myself. All right. How do you think being an entrepreneur has turned you into a better person? Well, I, I think primarily I, I've learned to listen better because when Clients are coming in, they're asking questions, and if I don't listen, I'll never know what they want. <laughs> um, and also, I think I'm more um, attentive to their needs. And even if they don't know their needs, sometimes I'll uh, make recommendations and uh, get them kick-started in the right direction for starting their endeavor in business. Very good. Share some of your failures and the best lessons you've learned from them. Ooh, uh, plenty of failures. I think more failures than successes in business. Um, was in business many years ago, failed. Um, I think failure teaches you to get up, move forward, and keep marching um, down that path that you're looking to march down. Uh, so I think that in that sense, uh, that's kind of what I've learned from failure is pick yourself up, move forward again, because there's always a, a new day to begin and a new start ahead. What advice would you give to people starting their own business? Um, whew. I think if you're starting your own business, you, you have to be prepared to work harder than you've ever worked for somebody else. You have to really, um, put the time in, learn as much as you can about the business you're going into. Even if you are an expert in what you do, nobody's an expert in everything. Nobody's an expert in printing, accounting, marketing, um, employee relations and so on. So you really have to learn um, to 
control your time and make the best of your time and maximize your your day to be successful. And make a to-do list. That always helps. Always a to-do list. And sometimes, uh, you know, many years ago, um, I was working for uh, Marvin Purrier. He's He owned ERA Real Estate here in town. And he uh, used to teach us in real estate class in his, in his office. He used to say, you need to do the thing you hate the most at the start of the day. And being in real estate, it was always making those 10 calls to for sale by owners. And he said, once you do what you hate, the rest of the day is a cakewalk. So that's kind of how I've gone about my day in a printing business is do the things I hate first and then move on to the things that I enjoy to uh, maximize my day and make the best of the day. That would kind of fall in the what key activities would you recommend business owners to invest their time in? I think as a business owner, you really want to work on your business, not necessarily in your business. Um, what I have found is join local groups, whether it's the local chamber of commerce, whether it's a business leaders group, uh, BNI. Uh, you basically have to be out there and tell people who you are and what you do, because without networking, you're basically sitting in a building hoping somebody knocks on the door. So really, uh, invest your time in building relationships. People are not necessarily going to give you business, but at least you built a relationship, and should they have somebody that needs your service or product, hopefully they'll reach out to you. So again, invest your time in building relationships. Also, I would recommend uh, uh, definitely the Facebook page, Instagram, um, various pages like that. So you think social media really, uh, really helps you out with real estate? Yeah, definitely. So, well, uh, on real estate, I mean, what are some of the things that you post on Facebook that for real estate that you find are beneficial? Um, if the, the rates drop, um, for example, you know, it's a great time to buy. Um, right now it's a great time to list a home because there's, <laughs> as you and I looked the other day, <laughs> there was like 20 something active listings and all of, Mini, I think in Mineola, or Mini, oh, is in Mineola. I saw the meme that Tom Brady has more uh, appearances in the Super Bowl than <laughs> Mineola has active listings. So well, it's really, really <laughs> bad right now. So if you're on the fence about selling, now is the time. You'll probably have several offers on your home. <laughs> and call Lisa because she'll uh, get it done for you. Um, <laughs> also, uh, you know, new homes—that's a great thing to list um, on Facebook. You know, visit some of the the actual uh, active uh, builders. You know, walk through some of the model homes, uh, take video, take pictures. Um, you know, some of them offer a lot of great incentives, like an off you know eight ten thousand dollars off closing costs. Sometimes uh, they you know they throw in different things uh, depending on you know how bad they want to sell, <laughs> so to speak. But yeah, Facebook marketing's great. Instagram. Um, TikTok is a new big thing. My daughter is very big into TikTok. <laughs> so, so there you go. So there's, there's some great social media ways to get your message out there to the public. Uh, use, use those uh, to your advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Every, every little bit helps just getting your name out there. Um, let's get back to you. Here we go. Questions again. Oh boy. <laughs> what do you wish you'd known when you started out? <laughs> uh, hold on to your money. Um, Invest in yourself. If you're not prepared to invest in yourself when going into business, then you shouldn't be in business. And whatever you do, whether you're a realtor, whether you're a printer like myself, 
whether you bake cakes or you sell hot dogs on the side of the road, have a plan, put the effort in to maximize the reward. That's what it's about. Um, it, it, it's funny. There are days that I go into the office. I'm usually in the office by 7.30. We open at 8.30. Um, and I'm in at 7.30 whether I have a ton of work to do or it's going to be a quiet morning because I always want to prepare for that rush that shows up. And inevitably, after 15 years in business, rush jobs always show up. People need stuff quick, and I'm always prepared. So um, I, th I think that's, that's, that's the thing when you're starting out is always be prepared for a curveball. Be prepared for, for somebody to surprise you with something um, and work with them. Be honest. And if you don't know something, ask somebody else before you let that potential client uh, or business person know uh, before you give them a wrong answer. Who was the one entrepreneur to be your greatest example and inspiration? Uh, there are a couple. Um, about 25 years ago, maybe 30 years ago at this point, I, I worked for a guy named Frank Nathy, and he owned 16 Instaprint stores across Central Florida. And my first day working for him, everything that he did had a, a, a place, a schedule, everything was... Everything was so organized, I was like, why the heck is this done like this? And he explained to me, he, he said, you can't grow your business if you do not have systems in place and you're not organized. So he was a very big in influence uh, in me. And he also told me something before I hit 40. He said, uh, wait until you hit 40 and you'll, you'll no longer be full of piss and vinegar. <laughs> and what he meant by that was... Once you're an adult, you, you, you need to step back uh, when working with people and realize that it's usually nothing personal if somebody's upset or somebody didn't get what, exactly what they asked for and to try and work with them. Um, the other influential person was Roy Titus. Roy Titus uh, was the owner of Minuteman Press. He started in 1973 with one print shop. And when I was working for Minuteman Press as director of training, Roy would come in and speak to the new franchise owners uh, every two weeks. And the one thing that he said stuck in my mind, it sticks in my mind today, and I tell everybody the same thing. Roy said, no matter what you do, when you meet somebody, tell them who you are and what you do. Because otherwise, nobody's going to know what you do. Um, tonight's kind of a weird uh, night for us because we are cross-branding. We're talking about Minuteman Press, but we're also talking about Tiki Cut Central and how this is an offshoot of what Minuteman Press is going to do to build brand awareness and to help other business people. So those are the two people that probably had the biggest influence in me with things that they said, things that they presented. All right. How would you scale the advantages and disadvantages of being a business owner? I think as a business owner, there are so many more disadvantages than advantages. Many people have said, boy, I'd love to be in my own business to be my own boss. And the reality is being in your own business, you have multiple bosses. I have multiple clients, some clients that I've had since 1991 when I first arrived in Orlando that still buy printing from me today. So really, that's one of my bosses. Um, some of the businesses that I print for in town, Claremont Brewing Company, Lake Ridge Winery, Goombas. Um, Carol Fulmer Trucking, um, the city of Claremont, the, the city of Mineola, town of Montverde, all of those businesses are my bosses. 
The only advantage you have being your own boss, well, there are two advantages. Number one, you can make as much money as you want based on how hard you work. And the other advantage is when you walk in Monday morning, you'll never be laid off. So, uh, you know, so I, I think that's, I think that's a, a, a good advantage. And um, just, just jumping back real quick, um, Roy Titus said something that I thought was very important. And this is very important to new business owners uh, out there, or people starting a business. And he said, pay yourself first before you pay everyone else. And when I started in business, I did the opposite thing. I paid all the bills and I, and I said, hey, what's left on the table? And that's how I really drew a salary based on whatever was left over. And um, one day I said, you know what? I'm going to put myself on payroll. Um, and I went to ADP and I set up a payroll account. And I put myself on payroll about eight years ago. Um, and prior to that, I was like, you know, I, I can't take a check this week. Business is slow. Uh, I can tell you today that since I put myself on payroll, I have never not getting paid. And all my vendors get paid. So that's a really important thing. Always pay yourself first and then worry about your vendors down the road. And by paying yourself, it kind of keeps you on a strict budget so that you're not just taking draws out of your account. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's very, very important. And keep your income separate. Yes. <laughs> no commingling. <laughs> Realtors know that term very well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. What are the main principles you follow to building a successful customer relations? I guess the most successful principle I have is listen to my client. Um, it's better to listen first and ask questions later. Um, we've, we, we were born with two ears and one mouth, so we should listen, listen twice as much as we speak. And I have found sometimes I learn more from my clients than I thought that I knew. And so I find clients a great source of knowledge, information, and I get to learn about what they do for a living and how they're going about uh, running their own business. Where did you get your desire to own your own business? Well, um, whew, uh, owning a business ha has been in my family. My, my parents owned um, a children's wear store back in the early 70s. Uh, they worked very hard at it, and they grew, and they had multiple stores. My, uh, my uh, mother's father owned an upholstery business. He was a craftsman. He was a tradesman, so he did a tremendous amount of upholstery. And my father's dad owned a, a pharmacy in Midtown Manhattan, uh, right across the New York Hilton, over by Radio City Music Hall, where actually I worked as a kid from 14 to 16, running around the streets of Midtown, delivering prescriptions and taking care of celebrities and things like that. So I think that's where my desire comes from, is um, my parents, my grandparents, and of course my siblings uh, my brother Mike's got a bagel shop here in town. Everybody's probably been to it. So I think that that business spirit of, of being your own boss, it's its just in the blood. So I think that's thats really where it's come from. Yeah. And we've had some bagels over there, haven't we? You guys are the hardest working family <laughs> I've ever met. I would say that. All right. Considering the fierce competition in today's business world, how would you highlight your company's competitive advantages? For being in a printing business, the, the biggest advantage that we have is we can do things today. Uh, or tomorrow. We get a lot of phone calls that somebody is going to a business show on Saturday. It's Thursday afternoon and they have no business cards. We can do cards the same day. Or, or 
They have no postcards for a trade show. Many different things happen and they need things right away. So that's kind of our niche is that we are able to turn on a dime, which goes back to what I said earlier about getting to the shop early, just in case something comes in. And um, at Minute Man Press, we have never charged a rush charge. The price is what it is. And our clients appreciate that because wherever else they go, there's a rush charge, an upcharge, anything like that. So I think that's what makes us stand out. And also, it's great to be out in a business community, whether I'm at a business after hours or a uh, business leaders meeting. Um, everybody knows me. Everybody knows me as the printer in town. There's other things that I do also, but everybody says if you need something done right away, call Ken. He'll take care of it. Uh, so that works really well for me. Um, and what we also do is we do a tremendous amount of donating. So many organizations and nonprofits don't have a printing budget. So where we can help, we do, whether it's just printing our name on the back of a form saying printed by Minuteman Press. That's what we do. We're always donating printing to uh, very special causes and things that are dear to our heart. Um, I, the one that comes to mind is the Greater Claremont Cancer Foundation. We've donated a lot of printing to, to the Cancer Foundation over the years because of what they do in the community. And I've become personal friends with, with, with Kay Simpson. So uh, the relationships that are built are really amazing uh, when you put yourself out there and try to do things other than what you do. I just thought of a question. What's some of the advantages uh, for someone to join the uh, Chamber of Commerce and the South Lake Business Leaders? Like, how has that helped you? Primarily, it it puts it puts us out there. We're on the Chamber's website. We're in a directory. If somebody's looking for a printer, uh, we are one of the printers that pops up. We, we're always the first call for any event where they need posters, they need flyers, they need postcards to go out. Uh, I think that, that, that that's important. And being a member of the South Lake Business Leaders uh, gives us an opportunity to do that on a more intimate level where we're actually getting to know other business owners. Uh, in fact, coming up um, next Thursday is the um, South Lake Chambers Business After Hours sponsored by the South Lake Business Leaders. It's a giant event. It's going to be at Lake Catherine Blueberry Farm, who uh, Jamie and Dustin Lowe are good friends of ours, um, both personally from Lisa all the way back in uh, kindergarten, kindergarten <laughs> and for myself through business. So uh, that's where the event's going to be. We'll probably have two to 300 people there. And we'll be able to, again, I'll be able to give out information on Minuteman Press. We're going to have, uh, we're giving out pens. We're giving out uh, coffee mugs. And uh, from what I've heard, I, I'm going to be singing on stage, but we'll see how that goes as well. So it'll be a fun day. Lisa's going to be working the, uh, the, duck pond. the duck pond where we have great baskets. Uh, you know, so these are some of the other ways as a new business person, you can get into these clubs, organizations, and put your name out there to everyone. Right? It's going to be a lot of fun. You should definitely check it out. Cool. We will be there. <laughs> we'll be there. So we don't know how late we'll be there. I'll have my duck shirt on and Alyssa will have her duck hat on and we'll be good to go. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Oh, where are we now? Where are we now? So, I, you know, that's basically who, who I am. Uh, it's what I've done. Printing I've done. Uh, it's the only thing I know how to do is put ink on paper. Um, and I'm a great husband to this lady over here, uh, as far as I know. <laughs> That's two thumbs up. Do you have anything else that, that, that you want to add before we get into our uh, music segment? No, 
again, like if anybody is interested on in being on the show, um, it's just reach out to us. You know, how do you want to reach out via message on Facebook or they can give one of us a call. Uh, we can post our phone numbers on there. If anybody's interested. Um, definitely love to have you I have, uh, somebody, a couple people actually in mind that, uh, are definitely on board showcasing their, their business that they have. And, um, you've got some people that want to join on definitely musicians, we, uh, musicians, business owners, you know, being that the times are tough right now, if you're a business owner that uh, has a restaurant, bar, uh, brewery, and would like to come on the show, just bring some food our way. We'll get you on the show. We'll interview you, and we'll and we'll and we'll learn more about your business. Just like uh, tonight with um, Sun Creek Brewery with this ice cold Claremont Champions Lager. I, we've got a bunch of these. These are 16 ounce cans, so a few of these, and the show may go off the rails, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Lisa. Give it up for Lisa tonight. <laughs> thank you. All right. Um, our, our next segment is is really um, about music. But before we get into that, uh, Lisa has a couple of more questions that she wants to ask me. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about our music segment, what to expect during the music segment in the future, and uh, what we'll be talking about this evening. All right. If you could turn back the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? There isn't enough time in the show to discuss that. <laughs> but if I could go back in time, always do what you say you're going to do. Save your money. Grow your money. Grow your wealth. Grow your relationships. Build those relationships. And through life, if you have relationships, you'll feel very wealthy. So that's really the thing is, is, is grow wealth grow friends. That's what I would tell my 18-year-old self. And also, don't drink too much Jack Daniels at a Halloween party because it's <laughs> not a pretty sight. <laughs> okay. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? This is going to be a big billboard, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Music related, more than likely. Um, if, if, if I had a billboard, um, I guess my my brother Michael says it the most to me. He he says that that your life is always rainbows and unicorns and white picket fences. <laughs> and so I think I think I would put that on a billboard. Your life can be white picket fences, rainbows and unicorns. And I I kind of live by that and what I mean by that is every day that I wake up it's a fresh start. It's it's something brand new. It's I, I can't change yesterday, but I can definitely make a difference today. And I always try to do at least one positive thing, whether it's for somebody else, whether it's for a client, uh, whether it's just to get through the day, uh, say thanks for something or do something extraordinary. Um, that's what I try to do. So that's what my billboard would say. You know, life is about <laughs> white picket fences, rainbows and unicorns. Make your life the same. Very good. You like that? I like that. All right, cool. Well, um, for, the, for the last segment of the show, um, we've already covered business, we've covered brew, and now we're going to cover music beats. Well, and beats. Biz, what is it? Biz, beats, and brew lounge. And this is the lounge. You can see we've got some great scenery behind us. Um, I believe we're somewhere in Fiji. Uh, <laughs> so if you don't see us tomorrow, <laughs> you'll get a postcard. <clears throat> we'll be in Fiji, or we are in Fiji. 
Normally for our third segment, we'd like to have a local musician come in, uh, interview them, talk about their careers, what they're doing in the future, if they're doing any uh, studio work, if they're doing any concert work, find out how they get started in the business, and if we can coerce them to bring in a guitar or, or, or a piano or a ukulele or, 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 or an oboe, whatever it may be, come on in, perform, and tell us about yourself. What I thought I'd do tonight, uh, it's a little bit different than our usual music segment's going to be, is I wanted to take a step back because my passion has always been music. Um, I've loved music since I'm a kid. I grew up listening to some great music, and um, it's the thing that motivates me every day. I have music on everywhere I go. So I thought I'd share with you today some of the early influences of music that I've had in my life. So uh, give me a second. Let me just uh, grab some of these album covers and uh, give you a little bit of a snippet on, on each one of them. So hang on a second here. Whoop. You're caught on me. We're caught on everything around here. There's just, it's just a wreck around here. <laughs> we, <laughs> you know, when you're in Fiji, you have limited space because <laughs> the real estate is so expensive. So hopefully Lisa can get us some better real estate uh, <laughs> through a real estate I'm company. I'm working on it. <laughs> First album I've got here is an album by the Beatles called Abbey Road from 1969. Um, I remember swiping this album, actually uh, eight-track tape that my parents had uh, in their eight-track tape display with their quadraphonic sound. And my dad never let anybody touch the stereo simply because it was his. But th this is one of the first albums that influenced me on rock music, songs such as Come Together, um, Here Comes the Sun, Octopus's Garden, some great stuff. It was some of the first stuff that I've listened that I listened to as a kid. Don't recognize and that one. What, what don't you recognize? Octopus's Garden. Octopus's Garden. <laughs> what a great tune! So anybody out there that's watching the show tonight that also does not recognize Octopus's Garden, go to Spotify or uh, what else do we use there? Uh, well, Pandora. Pandora, <laughs> iTunes. Check out the tune. So uh, that's one of the first albums that that I listened to as a kid. The other one was the very sexy Neil Diamond, uh, Hot August Night. It was a live album from 1972. Uh, it, it had all of his great hits, uh, and he was super cool in it. But then again, I was eight, so he was super cool. Um, songs like Cherry Cherry, Sweet Caroline, um, lots of great tunes. Holly Holy, I Am, I Said, Brother Loves Traveling, Salvation Show. It was a live show, and, and it was like an Elvis show. And uh, I think it was like uh, two or three or four albums or one eight-track tape that you know, skip through the songs as they went. So another uh, influential album in my life as a kid, um, Neil Diamond. A lot of interesting names on the back. Of a lot that. of crazy stuff he wrote. Crunchy Granola Sweet and Red Wed Wine, which everybody knows UB40 uh, sang. I know that one. <laughs> yes, you read, but, well, you know anything that, that involves alcohol, don't you? Red Wed Wine, Tennessee <laughs> hey, Whiskey, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Beer for My horse, Horses and uh, so on and so forth. <laughs> Um, another great group that was really influential in what I did were the Beach Boys. Um, there, um, we actually had one of the eight tracks of that. So you had an eight track. Mm -hmm. See, so even you remember the Beach Boys. This album was, uh, out in 1974. This was a compilation of all of their early hits. Things like Surfer Girl, Surfing Safari, Surfing in USA, Little Deuce Coop, uh, Fun, Fun, Fun. All those great hits from the uh, 60s. Brian Wilson was a genius in writing songs. Their harmonies were amazing. And he was just a mad scientist. So another great album um, that I grew up listening to, Beach Boys, Endless Summer. That's Endless Summer. 
For some real rock, it was BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Albums like Four Wheel Drive and Bachman Turner Overdrive 2 and so on. This one was in 1973, leading to one of their biggest hits called Taking Care of Business, a very classic song about uh, taking care of business. TCB, which is what we do here at Minuteman Press, Tiki Cut Central, um, Rose Bookkeeping Services, the whole deal. We're always TCB here. Uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive, great album. Here's kind of an offshoot. Um, my first guitar hero was Eric Clapton, and he played with the Yardbirds, and, and Cream was a super group, and most of you know Sunshine of Your Love, and some great songs, weird stuff, and they, they were only together for just a couple of years and had very few concerts, but this was a monumental album in my youth and um, really turned me on to the blues and on to Eric Clapton, so um, Disraeli Gears. Jim Croce. Jim Croce's career was, was I, I guess, really about two years when he wrote most of his stuff before he tragically passed away. Phenomenal guitar player, um, great singer, super songwriter. Songs like Bad, Bad Leroy Brown, Operator, Photographs and Memories, Time in a Bottle, Roller Derby Queen, Queen Working at the Car Wash Blues, all great sing-along songs. Phenomenal artist. He was very influential in in what I do today when I play guitar out there. So sometimes if you see me out there, I'll do a little Jim Croce, as, as most guitar players should know how to play. So another influential album. Um, the, the, the album I'm most proud of that I actually have, um, this is very rare. This is a Beatles White album from 1968. Crazy album, crazy songs like Rock, Rocky Raccoon, Dear Prudence, Glass Onion. But of course, back in the USSR, while my guitar gently weeps, um, happiness is a warm gun, whatever that means, I don't know, I don't want to know, revolution, and so on. Um, what makes this album very special is this is an extremely rare white album pressed on white vinyl under, Capitol, under the Capitol Records label. Nice. So this is extremely rare. What makes this even rarer is I still have the original poster for the Beatles' White Album, featuring John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, and George Harrison. So that's a little bit of the early music I listened to. That's our music segment for tonight. And we're going to be robbed tonight. And, and we're going to be robbed tonight? For having that. Oh, there we go. So so we've got three dogs outside. We've, extra we've, locks on the door tonight. <laughs> we're going to pull the guns out of the safe, and we're going to protect that album tonight. Um, I but have it, an album myself. You do? What album do you have? It's Madonna's True Blue. Oh, True Blue. And, that is and it's an actual blue, blue vinyl. Oh, Madonna. I'll well, have to dig it out sometime. <laughs> Super cool. So maybe next week we'll get into Lisa's <laughs> record collection from her youth. Um, I think in, uh, during her youth, I was graduating high school or college, but that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's a story for another time. Yeah, but, I don't recognize a lot of those songs. So. But my, any, my peeps will recognize my music. <laughs> Her peeps. I, some of them just graduated recently, so you know, ah, more power to them. We need the the sound for the. Oh oh oh! Lisa wants the sound for that terrible thing. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it either. But that's okay. I don't know what sound we're playing for that. We'll just give Lisa a lot of applause for making it through the first show. Yay. There she is. Great. Give it up for Lisa. All right. So on on that note. Um, we're going to be out here every Thursday, 7 o'clock live. I thought we are doing Wednesday. 
Yes, just like I said, every Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> 7 o'clock live. Um, later on, you'll be able to catch the show through one of our feeds. Um, next week, we're going to try something different for the show. We're actually going to be able to uh, allow you folks to call in and ask questions. So we'll actually have a phone number posted during our live feed. You'll be able to call in. Hopefully, it works right. If it doesn't, um, we'll fix it. Um, but that's what we've got for tonight. want to thank everybody for coming out, having a good time at Tiki Hut Central. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show. Hopefully, you learned a little bit about me, a little bit about Lisa. And um, I guess we'll see you next week at Tiki Hut Central, uh, the podcast. Thanks for coming in tonight. Thanks for joining us. All right. We'll see you again. Bye.